Guys, y'all can go ahead and have a seat. We're going to try to do something technologically advanced for us because we do have two different places that we are streaming worship at the same time. So we have you all here, and thank you for being here. And we also have people at Mooresville Middle School, and they are getting ready. And we invite you to go join us after worship. We have a no huddles opportunity for you here as well. If you are not able to go over to Mooresville Middle and help physically, like get ready for the back to school bash, we're going to be sorting clothes, unpacking school supplies. We have over 1,500 students next Saturday coming to Mooresville Middle School, and we anticipate around 4,500 people. And uh, it's, it's something that inspire our children, which is a nonprofit that West started in conjunction with our community. So this is not something that just West does. The Catholic Church, the Episcopal Church, the Greek Orthodox Church, so many churches are a part of this with us and, and businesses. And it's just this huge community event that we sort of lead from the ground up. So uh, a bunch of people are over at the middle school. Brad, were you able to connect with them? Yes. All right. They're gonna sh- you're going to show them, I think, up on the screen, and we're going to say hello, right? Okay, so look on the side screens, and you can see our friends that are at Mooresville Middle. So um, are we supposed to wave? What are we supposed to do? Just wave. I don't know if they will see you or not, but we're going to pretend. And will y'all wave back at us? They did. Okay. All right. Good. Well, I see clearly they're not listening to me. So uh, we'll go. (laughs) They are like, we've already waved. We are done with you. So anyway, um, we are so glad that you guys are worshiping over at the middle school and you came ready to do some manual labor. And we're also glad that you're here. West is a church that we strive to be the hands and feet of Christ. We try very hard not to get bogged down in dogma and uh, politics and all that kind of stuff that sometimes grasp institutions and organizations and cripples them. So we try to be a fluid movement, and part of that is being missional. And so today is a weird kind of day. Normally we have a few more people here with us. And so uh, we have this amazing opportunity to hear from these outstanding individuals that have been on Wilmington. And so they are going to, guys, if you'll just first introduce yourselves, tell everybody your name and how many years you've gone on the mission trip. I'm Molly, and this past mission trip was my third year going. I'm Sam, and this was my sixth year going. I'm Caroline, and this was my first year going. So hopefully you're going to hear a diverse perspective. So the first question, guys, is how has Wilmington impacted your relationship with God? Because that's ultimately what it's all about. So Molly, if you'll go first and share with us how the trips impacted your relationship. Well, each time I've been on the trip, I have, I feel like I've come closer and closer each time because you're constantly surrounded by just love and welcoming from everyone, and you really feel a different experience whenever you can just let everything go and do the work and come together. Cool. Sam, what about you? For me, it's just the complete immersion with love when you're here. You kind of get stuck in the daily routine and you kind of forget how to show love and how to feel love towards other people that you might not just step out and do something for someone else. But when you're in Wilmington, you're just completely surrounded with this feeling of love and you're always 
out helping other people or helping everyone else on the trip, and it's just a really great bonding experience. I feel like God was there watching us and helping us or guiding us along while we were helping our homeowners and everyone, and we were spending lots of time with our friends and family. Cool. Thank you. So how did you see God at work on the trip, Molly? Well, while we were on the work site, the new kids, they were doing amazing, and I thought it was wonderful, and I really saw God through that because I feel like he was with them while they were just doing the work and doing amazing, and yeah. Cool. Good. Sam? I saw God through who I worked for. His name was Mr. Tom, and Mr. Tom was... He's paralyzed from the waist down after a hunting accident. And you can see that despite his injury, he still is very peaceful with himself and he's hopeful for the future. And you would always say that he thinks God's going to let him walk again one day. Hmm. I agree with Sam. Our homeowner, Thomas, was very nice and kind. And he always was wanting to help us. And he was super nice and brought us donuts and helped us along and told us what we needed to do to help him. Cool. Thanks. It means something when those that you're serving engage with you and then also serve back. That, that is very, very cool and powerful. So the last thing I'd like for you to share uh, as the three of you is if there's something that you could tell them about Wilmington that they would not know, what would you want them to know about the trip? Well, there are lots of game nights. We stay up playing card games. But it's also, it's not just games, it's a great bonding experience that we have together while we play those games and we laugh together and we watch movies and we joke about stuff. It's just, it's all amazing getting to know each other. Thanks. Uh, it's a great experience for someone to grow as an individual. If there's an opportunity for everyone on the trip, there's always something that you can do to show off your own talents. So everyone comes out as a better person after the week there. We got to all choose our roommates and my room ended up with five and towards the end we had six people in our room and we all bonded and got a lot closer, not just because our mattresses were really close together, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Sam, I'm gonna pick on you by yourself for just one second. You're getting ready to go off to college and we're gonna miss you profusely here at West. But uh, I've known you for like 14 years and I've watched you grow and mature. And you shared that you've been on the mission trip six years. Can you talk to us about how this experience has changed you like over the last six years? Yeah, so for me, I really grew as a leader because of this trip. When my first couple years when I went on the trip, it was kind of you sit and you wait to be told what to do almost. And then as the years progress, you start to learn what I need. Well, I learned what I need to do to where, whether it's on the job site or it's during worship because I started playing music for the worship. So it was less of let's wait and see what needs to be done. And it was more of, OK, I can tell people what needs to be done now. So I really grew as a leader. Good. Will you give these guys a warm thank you for sharing? And you can go be seated. I tried to recruit Mike Shire to speak publicly, but he told me no. And so, uh, but he told me I could use his words. On Friday of that week, I received this text from Mike, and he said that I could share it with you. I just wanted, and Mike took two of his grandchildren on the trip that didn't know anyone from West at all. 
I just wanted to let you know that this trip has been a big success for Laurel, Caden, and myself. The kids met and palled around with some of the greatest kids. I seldom get to see them here. As for me, I'm tired, but I'm really fulfilled with the entire experience. And this is what West is all about. So that's why today church is different. So I'm going to share a scripture passage with you in just a second. And then, and then you're not going to sit and just listen to me ramble or pontificate. Because we believe that in order to experience God, in order to be at one with God in the presence of the Holy Spirit, that there are times that we have to break out of the holy huddle. And that's what we call, you know, worship. It is a holy huddle. And then we break out of that and we go do something. And we all know know here in leadership at West that you do not have the kind of time that people had back in the 90s uh, to give, you know, five extra hours a week to their church. So periodically, and it's twofold, we do it to help you uh, so that we don't pile one more thing on your plate. And we also do it to show the community, hey, we're not afraid to do something different and we're not afraid to make it not about us because today clearly is not about us. We're going to stop and we're going to go and we're going to make sure that next Saturday is ready for almost 5,000 people to experience the love of Jesus Christ in a real and a relevant and a tangible way. So uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a, a group of people and a movement that is willing to see church differently because that is what that is what today is about. That's what West is about. So if you'll hear this verse from or these verses from the book of James, Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but you do nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? We can sit here and we can talk about God and God is love and you can hear the impact that God has made in these three young adults' lives. But if we don't do something about it, then it really is just empty words. And so for the bash, if you are newer to West and you don't really know what we're talking about, next Saturday, 1,500 students are going to receive a free pair of tennis shoes that are brand new. They're going to be invited to go to a clothes closet, and we have like, I don't know, thousands of pieces of clothing. We had a whole trailer on Thursday night packed full with clothes, bags of clothes. They are gently used. We have a book room that they can go, and they can pick out some books for themselves. And then every kid that comes from the schools will get free school supplies to help them be equipped to go in and start the new year ready. Back before I went into ministry, I was an elementary ed teacher, and I taught at Claremont Elementary, and some of the students there did not have the physical resources that they needed to buy school supplies. So then when I was able to be the missions pastor, the associate at Williamson's Chapel, we did this huge back to school thing and we ended up, you know, giving hundreds and hundreds of school supplies to classrooms. But the kids always had to ask for the supplies when they started school. Nobody ever wants to have to ask and have to need something. And so from there, uh, the vision for the bash was born. And now this is our eighth one and it truly is a community event. But we don't do it to make ourselves feel good and to pat ourselves on the back. We do it because we're called to do it because we are called as followers of God and worshipers of God to share God's love. And so in just a minute, if you are not 
uh, interested in going to Mooresville Middle School, we have lots of sponsors. We have like over 28 sponsors that have been willing to give money or in-kind donations or collect shoes. And so if you are here this morning, you can be a part of the bash by going outside and writing a sponsor thank you note on behalf of the board of directors of Inspire Our Children. You're going to get a note card over at the table, which is on your left, my right, and we invite you just to write a sincere thank you note on behalf of the board, and you're going to get a piece of paper, and you're going to be told what your sponsor is, and I invite you to do that, or you can join with me and the rest of the staff, and we're going to head over after we're finished here writing thank you notes, and we're going to go to Mooresville Middle School. So either way, I invite you to be a part. If you can't do either of those things, you can still be a part of BASH by, number one, praying. You can pray that people experience and see God at work, that it's a safe day, that the weather is great, and that uh, it really comes together as an offering of love to our community. And you also can be a part of it financially. You can go to the West website, headingwest.org, and you can click the Give button. Uh, it takes over $50,000 to make it happen, and you guys are always so generous in making that come together. People at Mooresville Middle School, thank you so much for giving up your Sunday morning here at Lake Norman High and joining in together, and thank you for your leadership in the bash, and now let us pray. Gracious God, you do call us to do something, not to just sit and be comfortable. That's what Jesus did with his disciples. They were constantly on the move. Rarely do we see them just hanging out by themselves and, and trying to make themselves feel good. Jesus taught them to go and be the catalyst of change, to show them that the kingdom of God, to show us that the kingdom of God is here and now. So we commit ourselves to you. Thank you for these young people that have been willing to share in leadership and worship. And I just ask now that you, that you carry this week ahead and let it be an offering of you to all that are impacted by it. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. David and Caroline, if you'll run up here really fast just for a second. You know, we have youth here at West that are leaders, and this is just a, a small representation of the many who use their gifts week in and week out to lead in the tech booth and lead in Wired and all so many different ways. But Cameron and Dallas and Caroline and Molly and Julia and Maddie and Kendall, I want you to give them a warm thank you. And David, he leads them so fearlessly. And now may you go in peace and may you feel the love and the warmth of love, which God is love. Go in peace. Amen. Grab a sponsor letter as you walk out. <laughs>